Hello and welcome to Meaningful Conversation, our podcast here at Bounce OT. Today we have one of our occupational therapists, Nadia, talking about her experience going from a new graduate joining Bounce as a play resource officer to an occupational therapist running sessions and getting involved in all the products and services that Bounce OT has to offer. So Nadia, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, so I am, oh, I'll just start with like my personal self. I'm half German, half American, um, so I mostly identify with being German. All my family's back in Germany, but I kind of grew up across both countries. Um, and then I came to Scotland five years ago for my degree, and that was specifically for um, a Bachelor of Science in Occupational Therapy at um, GCU. So Glasgow Caledonian um, and I did four years of my bachelor there and it was an amazing time I absolutely loved my experience there um, I loved the uni I loved my course all of my placements and um, I played basketball alongside my course as well so I got to meet lots of people as well lots of other people within like healthcare and that as well half of my friends were like nurses social work physios as well um, so that was really cool um, because GCU just really has such a big healthcare basis as well. So it was nice to kind of meet all the different um, people in the different kinds of other sectors that you'd be working with or, or other healthcare roles. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. Would you say that GCU is very occupation focused in terms of like the jobs it goes for? I feel like there's a mixed bag. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if you're saying occupation focused, I mean, they're all degrees. So you're all working towards um, some sort of job or career, but there is very much, um, they have lots of societies and clubs and sports teams. So you can definitely have a good occupational balance there. Um, I certainly thought that it created an amazing environment for me to have an occupational balance with basketball and the OT society events and my actual degree and everything like that as well. I think in first year I tried um, a couple other societies, figured out what works for me, what didn't, where I fit in. So it was good, but yeah, definitely um, it's got lots of, lots of things to do and creates a definitely good environment for an occupational balance or healthy occupational balance. So what were you doing just before you started working at Bounce OT? Um, so I went straight to my bachelor's after high school, so I didn't do um, any other programs, but I did take a year off between high school and applying for occupational therapy. Um, I only found out about occupational therapy just after I graduated high school. So at first I was going to apply for physio. So I applied for physio in my final year of high school and then discovered occupational therapy, fell in love with it, and then took a year out and applied for occupational therapy. So in that year I just, um, spent half of that year just working and saving up money and then I spent the second half of the year traveling so I went and I traveled um six different countries I think over the span of three months by myself and then came back and moved up to Glasgow. Nice so what originally drew you towards physio? Um, I wanted to work with people and so that was like my main thing is kind of like I knew I wanted to go something down maybe the healthcare route or something like that because I'm really passionate about working for people and then I was really fascinated with like biology and the way the body functions and that kind of stuff human anatomy so those were classes that I really enjoyed in high school anyway um 
And so I thought, well, physio is a perfect combination of that. You know, I get to study the way the body moves and works and everything like that. And I get to work with people. It's like kind of a rehab therapy. And I thought it sounded really cool. And then, yeah, so I went for physio and then I discovered occupational therapy. And I was like, this is actually so much cooler. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So how did you hear about Bounce originally? Um, Callum had come to the uni to give a talk about bounce once I think it was part of my module for my role emerging placement I think it was a module on um social entrepreneurship and he'd come to give a talk about bounce being um a community community interest company so that's the first time I kind of heard about it but I didn't really know too much I kind of looked listened to the talk got like a kind of background information on bounce but didn't really like investigate it further or anything like that and it honestly wasn't until um one of my friends sent me the job spec for the play resource officer role um that I looked more into it and really kind of I phoned up for the first time and got a lot more information on that kind of stuff and it was a lot more like on my radar and I kind of had maybe a better understanding of of what bounce was so what is your role here currently um, currently, my role is a service occupational therapist. And originally, you came in as what? Originally, I started as the play resource officer. So um, that was the the role that was first going. Um, and I did that full time for three months. And that was working on the meaningful moments cards that were at the time called the play resource cards. Um, so yeah, I started in that and then kind of transitioned into the occupational therapist role just recently, even over the last few months, there was kind of, um, a bit of a transition period there where I kind of slowed down my working on that and kind of transitioned into taking on kind of more caseload stuff. So what were your goals and expectations when you started working here and have you, or have they changed over the past couple of months you've been here? Yeah, so um, obviously I started in a different role, um, so uh, a lot has changed. So in the beginning, I'd say I just kind of wanted to come in, get a better understanding of Bounce, the service, and really just get the um, Piero cards or the Meaningful Moments cards kind of off the ground, really help uh, um, with the foundation of those and the development and the ideas and the whole process, really. Um, So that was my first kind of goal was just really like getting those going and really kind of creating like a good basis for that product. Um, And then I was hoping for client involvement um, and that did progress into that. So um, now I am focusing more on caseload management um, in my new role. So my goals would really be around um, doing the best I can within the caseload management, making sure I'm getting the advice and support revision I need to be successful with that Um, I've also started working with students more in more of a practice educator role so another goal would be to um, get more experience with that and to do more training on that as well so that I can um, be the best practice educator for students in the future as well Awesome. Um, what would you say you're most proud of in terms like could be your experiences here it could be anything personal um most proud of I'd say um probably because of how much work I put in t- 
to the Meaningful Moments cards when I was in that role. Um, I'd be really proud of my contribution to them because I do think I put a lot of effort um, into their creation and the foundation. Obviously, like it's completely taken off since um, I've worked like full time on them as well because Julia's completely taken them off the ground and with all the other students and everything lots more involvement since then but I'm really proud of all the work we put into the foundation of that and all the ideas to really like create a solid basis for what they they are now awesome um so other than obviously the play resource cards that you were part of creating is there anything else that you've been part of creating within the service um I don't know if I'd say part of creating. Um, I'd say we created a really good team in the start. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I started at the same time as um, you as well, Alicia, when you came back. And obviously, Julie kind of started just after me. Naomi was a little bit new to the role. Um, so we're, we're all a new team. And I thought that was really cool, kind of coming in and all getting to know each other. Um, and we worked really, really well together, I thought, as well. Um, I don't... I haven't had as big a role in kind of all the other services in terms of um, the meaningful meetings and the meaningful mail and that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, I've offered my opinions on, on all of that when those things have kind of come up. Especially OT um, tips, for example. But, oh, oh my gosh, I actually completely forgot about those for a minute. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the OT tips. Yes, that was a wee Instagram post that we were working on. Um, so it was Shai's idea in the beginning, I think. And then um, he tried really hard to kind of get those going. Um, but we was trying to do them a little more with the students and that. So then me and Julia kind of stepped in for a lot more of the OT background for that and the OT knowledge for him to kind of support him with that. So, yeah, um, we did we did work on those a fair amount and kind of encouraged the students to get more involved where they could as well. Um yeah, so we just kind of redesigned those a little bit so that it was just informative about, you know, what occupations are, because I feel like people, sometimes there's a wee bit of a misunderstanding of occupations, because I think people just think of jobs and not kind of everyday activities, and then just really the importance of, like, you know, being active and all these kinds of things and just engaging really with life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, I was part of that as well, and then... Um, I'll probably be part of um, some occupational performance coaching in the future as well. I know some students have been part of that and I've offered them advice for that um, just on a, a standard occupational therapist level. But um, I know that's something that we're wanting to get involved with more in the service or have be a bigger part of the service in the future. So I've been I've been doing some reading on that. So maybe I'll be a bigger part of that in the future as well. But we'll see. Cool. Um, any advice you'd give to any OT students that are about to go out into the field? Um, about to go out into the field? I'd probably say kind of trust your gut a lot. I think, um, you know, at that point you've had all your education behind you, you've had all your placements behind you, you'll have a good idea of what the different um, areas of service are like, maybe what you're interested in, Um you know just kind of trust yourself a lot ask questions when you're new don't be afraid to ask questions you know go do your research when when you need to and it's stuff that that's easy enough to find out but, you know if if you're unsure of anything really just kind of um trust the people you're working with trust your colleagues um talk to 
all your other fellow graduates because they'll be in the exact same boat as you, you know, looking for jobs and everything like that and starting out new, whether it's in a band five position or if it's in, you know, a third sector position like this, you know, we're all going to be new when you first start out. Um, but just, yeah, I think really trust yourself. I think a lot of people kind of lack confidence and um, you kind of sometimes then miss out on, you know, taking the opportunity to just do things and, and do your best and you can't be shy to do that. Just go for it, really. <laughs> Since you briefly touched on bands and sectors, can you kind of compare this to other services, like Bounce in general to other services? Yeah, so um, obviously we'll have the most other experience with um, the NHS service just because um, that's where most of my placements were. So the NHS does have those kind of different levels um, so, you know, when you first come in um, and you've not specialised or anything like that, you're at a band five and then you can kind of move up into a specialist position. Um, we do kind of have different positions here at Bounce, but they're a little more fluid and not as strict as that, I think. Um, so I'd say my position currently is the most similar to like a band five still. Like I don't have any particular specialist knowledge. I'm only a year graduated. Um but, you know, I also kind of report down to, like, the play leader in that as well. So, you know, I help you out with ideas and that kind of stuff. But I also have supervisors that are other experienced OTs that um, consult with us that I always go to for help and that kind of stuff. So we do have um, those kind of similar structures in which, you know, there is a team of various experiences um, around you. Um, in terms of, like, working with an MDT, it's a little bit different. Um, so we do obviously, you know, we go to TAC meetings and everything like that. So the team around a child and, you know, we are working more with social work and that kind of stuff as well, but it is still just, um, a little bit different. Um, but it's very unique as well in terms of bounce and um, because it's so independent, we can offer, um, just a completely different perspective, um, to occupational therapy. We also have rebound therapy. So it's um, a little bit more of a slightly relaxed environment, maybe. Um, I would maybe say we are a little bit more fluid with like our models and theories of practice and that. Um, but that really just kind of depends on what service you're in as well. I mean, community working is different than working in hospitals as well. So uh, um, I'd say this is kind of similar to more of a like community type position, but it's all based like in our therapy room basically. But obviously, we're expanding now with our other services, um, with the meaningful moments cards and offering more help for at home and that kind of stuff with the times changing and everything like that. So um, it is unique and different, um, but it's um, it's going well. Yeah, um, that's just third sector services really. So. Um. Is this the sort of role that you originally thought you would go down in terms of OT, whether that's to do with the people that you work with or the age group? Is this what you were going for? Um, I had really considered peds, yeah. So um, I had really considered working with children a lot. Obviously, um, you know, at Bounce, we are peds and learning disabilities. So there is a little bit more of a mixed bag. Um, I've not had, had as much experience with learning disabilities either. So that's been a little bit new to me. Um, but yeah, I was kind of, I was looking at, at working with children, but that had been actually my main focus for quite a while as I was thinking I'd most enjoy working with children. 
but I actually ended up really enjoying one of my placements that was in acute orthopedics and surgical quite a lot. So I was actually kind of open to more the idea that I'd probably get a rotational position first or something in like the hospitals because I know that um, working with children is a little more tough to get into sometimes. Um, So I kind of had had the expectation that I'd probably end up in a hospital role first. So this was different and it was interesting, yeah, but it's been been a really good experience. That's good. Um, I was also going to ask you, since you've had so much experience working in hospitals and things, um, what have you taken kind of from working in more medical-based OT um, into your current job? Um, that's a good question. Um, all of my experience, really, that I had there can translate into, you know, all that background knowledge, my key occupational therapy skills. Um you know, in a hospital environment, it's very fast-paced. You need to have really good um, communication skills. You need to watch out for hygiene. You need to watch out for risk constantly. Um, you need to be focused on goals. So obviously within hospital settings, it's a lot more kind of medical model, discharge planning. You know, you're considering, um, you know, how do I get this person home safely as quickly as possible you know what do they need and there's a lot more adaptations in that that's probably another one of the biggest differences between um our service and kind of more nhs services within the occupational therapy role is we do far less kinds of in terms of like adaptations like because otherwise we do a lot of home adaptations in terms of offering equipment and such like that you know grill shower rails toilet seats that kind of thing um you know, in peds, you know, you also do like wheelchair assessments and that kind of stuff as well. So that's a bit different. Um, just coming back to that last question as well. Sorry, that was a bit off topic there. But um, <laughs> no, so um, in terms of the learning and everything like that, um, it just translates into, you know, you being able to prioritize in the setting, you know, being able to implement my occupational therapy skills um, in the correct way, you know, considering what the service journey is um, and when things need to be done, you know, what kind of risks I need to consider, just like keeping all of that same kind of skills just in the back of my mind and using that knowledge, my communication skills and everything like that as well. Awesome. Well, I guess that's all the questions I have. Thank you very much for answering them. Oh, thank you. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for your time.